first one in Alaska to re- complete our leadership training courses and was just so faithful uh, before we got here, why were we here, and even after she's moved to Vegas and found her Boaz. I think he's online. God bless you. And it's had a big impact uh, in our life. Shared a moment when Karen's, Karen's dad, when Uncle John went, went to go to be to heaven, and he did. He went to heaven, believed in the Lord, loved God. And when he went to heaven, Sue was there as the uh, ICU nurse. And we, and we, I'll just share this because you might not have heard this. We, we were there. His, his body was failing, and that was it. He, he, when he died, it was, li- it was literally like he was there. And then the presence, the sweet presence of Jesus was there. And then all of a sudden, there was, it was just, and like he left. I don't know how to describe it, but he went off to heaven. We, we found all his journals today. Karen was reading through them. He just loved God more than we even knew. It was amazing. And, and Sue was there for that. And she has a tremendous prophetic gifting and has been used powerfully at ICLV. And, you know, it's just a privilege to turn the pulpit over to you, Sue. Would you put your hands together for Sue Sundom? Come on, put your hands together for her. Bless you, Sue. Praise God. Thank you so much. Have a seat, please. It is really super exciting for me to just hear Pastor talk about the things that are happening here in Alaska because, you know, every one of the people he talked about, uh, Mark Zweifel was uh, a youth pastor at ICLV for many years. God grew him powerfully there, released him to do many other great things, sent him up here to Alaska, and... um, Adam Barda is one of our worship leaders. He's coming up here. And and the call, I mean, you guys, Lou Engel is unbelievable. He's a great he's a great friend of the house in Las Vegas. And I just, I can't even emphasize enough to you that you need to be there for that. Because God is just going to, I can't even imagine what God's going to do, but it's going to be powerful. So I'm just so thankful that... You know, I have a word tonight that I really feel like was from the Lord. Um, He gave me a scripture and really built on that, gave me a vision related to it, and um, totally shifted everything I was going to do. I have a total rhema word for this house and for Alaska. And I'm just beside myself excited for all the things that God is doing up here. And so I just encourage you, get to each one of those events and just receive what God is going to do in your life, in the life of this ministry, in the life of this state. I mean, I just, I can't even, I just, there's an explosion that's going to be happening here. And I'm going to talk about that uh, in my sermon. But uh, just real quick, I wanted to show a few pictures. For those of you who knew me before, um, of course, as Pastor mentioned, God did something for me in Vegas. He gave me a name change. And I wanted to share a few pictures. Um, a lot of you knew my children, and Anthony was here, even later than me. Uh, So here's a picture of my wedding. Um, My husband, Greg, uh, actually we knew each other in high school, so 30-some years now we've actually known each other, but God just did an amazing thing, and we got married uh, Valentine's Day of 2010. It was unbelievable. Heidi came and did the music for us. Deborah Bell, you might have known, she was my maid of honor. She was there. It was just, it was an amazing time. Um, But I have some sons that are growing and changing, 
Uh, oh, and there's the, our family at the wedding, and Deborah is with us. It's kind of hard to see. But um, of, of my sons, there's uh, Neil and Ian. And Ian is uh, really still only 13, although he appears 20 uh, these days. Um, but he's growing in the Lord. And Neil, Neil just loves everybody here. You're watching online, Neil. And he just, he talks about Alaska all the time. We watch church online very frequently. He probably more than me. But he just, he loves you all. He loves everybody so much. And he just wanted me to express that to you. So I'm doing that now. And then lastly um, is Anthony, who uh, was up here with you folks, I think, a little more recently than I. And this is uh, one of his wedding pictures, a little non-traditional, as he often is, and is his beautiful bride, uh, China is her name. Uh, they got married in December. They were supposed to be married in June, but they just couldn't wait, so they moved it up to December. And uh, praise God. Um, this is one of their wedding pictures. I think there's another one with my husband and I. And then um, their honeymoon, if you can call it that, was spending uh, time at Disneyland with us once they came back to Vegas. And so the last picture is them and their little uh, Mickey Vale and tuxedo. And uh, they're just adorable. I just, I just love China, and she loves the Lord. And so God is doing great things. So praise God. Thank you for... Letting me share that. Those of you who don't know me, we're bearing with me. Um, those of you who have Facebook, probably seen all those pictures already anyway. But um, praise God. He's doing amazing things in my life, the life of my family, and uh, I'm just excited to see what else he does. Uh, the other thing that he did is he allowed my husband and I to really start stepping further into uh, ministry that we had started, um, you know, a while back. I mean, I've been doing different things, you know, preaching and visiting different churches. I think it's like seven states now and in Mexico um, I had an interpreter there and doing you know just releasing words and prophesying and things like that um, but we have our uh, ministry going now we have a website it's prophetic ministries international and you can go to www.propheticministriesinternational.org I believe it is um, so we got that website going and um, Right there, there's a link to our Facebook. You can like us. There's a link to our Twitter, whatever you want to do with that. So anyway, praise God for the technology of the current times. Um, if it's okay, I just I have a couple of, um, I, I got a, a picture uh, for somebody, and I got a vision for another couple. And I, if, if you'll bear with me for a minute, I just want to release a couple prophetic words here. And then really my message is, is really just a, a, a prophetic word uh, for this house. For this body, for this, uh, for this state, actually, and so um, Teresa, will you just stand up for a minute? Um, I just really, even as we were worshiping, and and as I, um, as I greeted you, and as we were able to hug, um, Teresa is is Minister Timothy's mother, and uh, I just spent some wonderful time with her family up there. Um, but as as we were worshiping, and as I saw you, I just, I got a picture of of a diamond, and. Um, I see, I don't know how many of you have seen a diamond in the rough, but um, it was a diamond, and, you know, it, 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 it's a little rough around the edges, and, and, and um, I really saw, I really felt as though this was uh, a picture of, of your past. And there's been times when um, things have been rough and, and things have been difficult, and I feel like um, although that diamond is not uh, shined, Polished and all of that. That there's just a there was a beauty inside of you all along, but I just really saw a, a cutting away and, uh, and and.
a shining and a buffing. And, and I just really saw that, that all of a sudden all these facets were coming out and all these colors were shining forth and that in every direction there was just the glow of the Holy Spirit coming out of you. And, and as I looked and as I saw this beauty coming forth, it was just a growing and a, and a honing and a maturing and a, a, just a new beauty. I just shines out of you now. And as I looked at that, what I really saw when I looked deep inside is the cross of Christ. And I just really see growing in you as your beauty comes forth and as the gifts of the Spirit are coming forth in you and even the fruits of the Spirit are are raising up in you, I just see the heart of Christ within you. And I just wanted to encourage you with that. I feel like God just wants, wants you to know that he sees that sees that beauty coming forth, and he sees your heart transformed to the heart of Christ. So praise God. Thank you. Thanks, Teresa. And then there's a couple right behind Teresa, a young man and a blonde woman. Could you stand up for me? Can you tell me your names? Because I... DJ and Guy. Praise God. Um, I just... uh, I got a vision for you as... um, even as you came in and I kind of looked, I just kind of looked back at everybody, I just saw a picture, uh, a vision really of, um, I, I couldn't for sure tell if it was a surfboard or a skateboard. I think skateboarding. Um, I saw uh, just the two of you, um, you know, skateboarding, and I saw uh, God bringing you into one of those skateboard parks. And as you came up on each side, I just saw you going higher and higher and higher and higher. And I just felt like, um, I felt like what God was saying in this is that, you know, there's things he's doing within you. He's, bring, he's brought many changes within you recently. And I feel like he's got a ministry calling on your life. And I, I sense that there's kind of a, 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 a radicalness about you. There's kind of a, a uniqueness about you. I feel like there's an entire population out there waiting to be reached. And I feel like that, that you as a couple and you in your family and in your future in ministry are just going to go higher and higher and higher. I see people impacted that might not be able to be reached by anybody else in this valley, but that God has a calling on you to go out there and I see a youth involvement and I see uh, just a powerful, um, even not youth, but even young adults, I just see him using you powerfully in that population. I see a prophetic anointing on you, and I, I feel like that God will be able to bring to that generation things that they have not been able to experience because they are unaware of and they're 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 uh, unsure of, and they're uh, you know although there's a there's a radical uh, you know uh, a different uniqueness about this younger generation that they just they don't understand some of these things, and I feel like that God has has placed a mantle on you to go out there and bring the things, the prophetic things, the things of God, the things that are going to bring complete transformation for these young adults. And I just want to encourage you that, you know, uh, you have steps to take. You have things you're doing. I see you growing. I see you getting melded closer together. And I just see you going forth and reaching that generation. So praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Thanks for bearing with me on that. we're going to kind of see, um, you know, how God moves and how God uh, goes uh, tonight. And uh, I may get some more words or I may just release what God showed me. Um, 
So praise God. So um, I got a, a picture, a vision, really, as I was waiting. Uh, I was up in Delta Junction. God did. God really moved. Awesome, awesome, awesome in Delta Junction. Um, I The same thing happened to me as happened here tonight. Both times I had this message all prepared. I was all ready to go. I had all my references, my notes, giving you guys notes and all that like I usually do. Uh, and then, you know, at the last minute, as I'm waiting at the airport, both times, God just shifted it all. And what he did in Alaska, it was so amazing because uh, he gave me a vision up there of a rain, a rain, a rain up there on, a, on a, uh, what's been kind of a, a desolate and dry place. And I just saw a, a new anointing and a pouring down, and I saw a springing forth of things that had never grown up there. And just it was just awesome. And I shared that. And... Um, minister timothy and i were talking after the service and he had been dreaming that exact same thing and so it was just a powerful confirmation i got a message that came forth from that and it was powerful it was just it was just really good stuff um but same thing waiting at the airport here in in fairbanks this morning i flew back got here uh, late afternoon early evening time here and um god kind of did the same thing but what's so amazing is um, I got a vision of Pastor Daniel, uh, Pastor Karen, and, and really many of you um, uh, kind of stepping into a river and um, stepping in sort of um, up, to, up to his ankles, up to your ankles. And then I saw um, all of you going deeper and, and deeper to up to your knees and then up to your waist. And, and I, I, I knew right away that um, I had read this in the Bible out of Ezekiel 47. And so I, you know, I got my Bible out and I and I turned to Ezekiel 47 and I, I should have grabbed my Bible because I opened it up and I looked at it and I had written this same thing that God had shown me, Word of Alaska, Word of God for Alaska. And then I remembered God had given this to me maybe about a year, year and a half ago. I remember at the time I think I emailed Pastor and I said I feel like I really got a word for Alaska and then I got busy and and you know kind of forgot about it and I never released it to him and so God was just reminding me of that and he said and I was and as soon as I saw that I thought okay well my message has to totally change and I have to rewrite the whole thing and so but praise God because you know what is is better than a prepared message or you know something uh, good word you know based message is the rhema word of God it's the rhema word of God that can just speak to the heart of what's going on here right now. And I really feel like that's uh, what God is doing. Um, I have, this is probably the least prepared I've ever been for a message because I just cut, I tried to do, <laughs> I tried to do the quickest notes I can and said, you know what, that means the Holy Spirit's going to be speaking because uh, I don't even have my words formed together yet. I just have a little bit of information about the scripture. So if you'll turn to me to Ezekiel 47. It's so amazing to see, I mean, there's just so many familiar faces out there, and I just, I just love you guys. I've missed you. I love you. I pray for you all the time. I am just, I mean, Alaska will forever, ever be, feel like home in my heart. Wasilla, this church specifically, will forever feel like home in my heart. And I get just so many things from God for you guys and for all of the works that are happening here uh, throughout Alaska through King's Cathedral and chapels. And I just, the other even more exciting thing is I see so many fresh faces. 
You know, I see people I don't recognize, I don't know. Um, God's been obviously just doing an amazing thing here. And so I'm just so excited to meet all of you that I haven't met before, and I'm equally as excited to see all of you that I love and miss so much. So is everyone at Ezekiel 47? If you are, say amen. Praise God. So I'm starting in verse 1. This is longer than your typical scripture uh, reference in a but this is what God gave me, so I'm going through it here. Ezekiel uh, 47, starting in verse 1. Then he brought me back to the door of the temple, and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple towards the east. For the front of the temple faced east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple south of the altar. He brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gateway that faces east. And there was water running out on the right side. And when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits, and he brought me through the waters. The water came up to my ankles. Again he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters. The water came up to my knees. Again he measured 1,000 and brought me through. The water came up to my waist. Again he measured 1,000. It was a river that I could not cross, for the water was too deep. Water in which one must swim, a river that could not be crossed. He said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. When I returned there along the bank of the river were very many trees on one side and the other. Then he said to me, This water flows towards the eastern region, goes down into the valley, and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the rivers go, will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters go there. (laughs) For they will be healed, and everything will live wherever the river goes. It shall be that fishermen will stand by it from Engedi to Eglame. They will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kinds of fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. But its swamps and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt. Along the bank of the river, on this side and that, will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither, and their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food, and their leaves for medicine. Praise God. So I just want to take a second. If you'll reach your hand out to me, I'd like to pray. Because I don't have any notes written down. So pray for me. I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for your word. I thank you, Father, that you love us enough to speak to us in a very personal way. I thank you that... I thank you for the water springing forth from this place. I thank you for the the fruit and the healing power here, Lord God. I ask that you just speak through me tonight. I ask that any words that may be my own, Lord, just dissipate, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will speak forth to your people. And I just thank you and praise you for what you're doing in this great state. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. And so back a ways, when God first showed me this scripture, I get pretty excited about that. And I 
did a little study. I looked into some commentaries. I looked up, you know, I, I just want to see what different people had to say about the scripture. I felt like oh, I, I have a sense when I had that vision, and even then as I uh, marked the scripture for Alaska, of what God was saying specifically to Alaska. But I, I wanted to see, you know, what are the ba- great Bible scholars, what are the great men of God uh, over the years uh, really have to say about the scripture? And so I, I looked that up, and I'll tell you a few things that I, that I discovered, many of which were the same things that God was, like, speaking to my heart, that I felt like he was showing me uh, the same types of things. But a few were a little more elaborate than I had seen. Um, so if you look at this... Uh, if you look at this book, uh, it talks about uh, Ezekiel. This is really a vision that Ezekiel had. He's one of the great prophets of the Old Testament. And, of course, I know that Pastor always taught me well when I was here that the Old Testament was really a type and a shadow of what would be happening in the New Testament. They were speaking uh, uh, prophetically about the coming of Jesus and the power that Jesus would release into this world of grace and wonder. And so, you know, the temple here, it really represents, the temple and the door of the temple really represent Jesus. And the water flowing out of the temple really is a representation of the Holy Spirit, as water often is in the Bible. And, you know, it talks about... um, you know, different directions and how they measured it out. And what I really studied about that, what it really said is from the time where you're uh, ankle deep to the time where you have to swim across the river is about a mile and a half. And so if you think about in the natural, because there are scholars who try to take what's written in the Bible and, and make it sort of, you know, they meant that in the natural. It's an impossibility. In fact, it says that... Um, it grew from ankle deep to needing to be swam across, and there are, is no mention of any other st- creeks or streams that even flow into this river. Every bit of it flowed forth from the temple. And so in the natural, that's an impossibility. Okay, just giving you a little information about the scripture itself. Um, and so really, and, and those... Uh, of us Holy Spirit-filled Christians that understand prophecy and understand the prophets of the Old Testament um, can come to realize that this had its um, this had its um, truth in the Spirit. So the source of, source of water in the temple comes from the inner courts, which means um, it says uh, there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple. So you're talking about the very, the very inner courts, the temple of God that existed at that time. And I'm not going to get way into what the inner courts were all about, but, but we know that when Jesus came and he died on the cross, that opened the way, that tore the, um, it tore open the inner courts that we can just go straight through to the inner courts right now. And I can tell you personally that many of the times that I felt like I entered in through the inner courts was in this house right here. And I just feel like, um, you know, there's many things to be said. But I I feel like that, um, you know, if you look at verse 6, it says, Son of man, have you seen this? I feel like this is a beckoning from God to say, Are you seeing what I'm saying in the Spirit? 
Are you seeing what I'm saying about Alaska? Are you seeing what I'm saying about this ministry, this work, the things that uh, Pastor uh, Daniel and Pastor Karen are doing? I mean, are you, have you seen this, son of man? In verse 7, it talks about um, when, when I returned there along the bank of the river, very, very many trees on one side or the other had grown. And, of course, rivers are a, a giver of life. Rivers are um, a nurturer of life. The Holy Spirit is a giver of life. The Holy Spirit is a nurturer of life. And I feel like the Holy Spirit power that's just beginning to rise up in this house and beginning to rise up through you as a people is just getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Verse 8 talks about, uh, it says, Then he said to me, This water flows towards the eastern region, goes down into the valley, and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. Well, as I studied this, you know, a year or so ago, uh, I discovered that the sea that they're talking about was the Dead Sea. The sea that they're talking about this water flowing into is the Dead Sea. In fact, the waters of the Dead Sea are the very waters that settled over the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. And that sea uh, was just just over, overrun with salt. Salt had killed everything in that sea. Nothing could grow around that sea. And people of that day knew that this area that, that the Ezekiel was talking about, nothing could grow there. If you went down there, it was just like a barren wasteland, like a desert where nothing grew and there was no life there. And this is saying that when it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. And I really sense uh, that God was showing me that there's there's just a new healing anointing that's happening here. And I I know that even when I was here, healings were taking place. And I feel like that that's just increased and increased and increased. But I feel like there's just going to be an explosion of healing that comes forth in this house. An explosion in such a way that it will not just be known in this city. It will not just be known in this valley. But it will be known across the world, the healing that's taking place in this place. And, you know, what's so encouraging is... You know, if God can heal this water that covers the two arguably worst, most sinful cities ever, like, recorded in history, just think what God can do here. And I'm not just talking about physical healing. I'm talking about the healing of the, of the hurting and the healing of the broken and those things that have happened in the people's lives that, that have just have them just unable to even lift their head. That they're going to come forth from this place out of the healing waters, the God is growing deeper here. And they are going to grow into the great and mighty men and women of God who will turn around and do the same thing. And so I, I, just, I think there's a real encouragement about the healing that's going to happen in here. And, you know, I know just from talking to people that there's been new things happening where people are getting healed and people are getting set free. And I just feel like there's going to be a multiplication of that exponentially. And so praise God. Verse 9 talks about it says, and it shall be that very living thing that moves wherever the rivers grow will live. Every living thing that moves wherever the rivers go will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there. 
for they will be healed and everything will live wherever the river goes. I just really got a picture when I got this vision that, that a temple is built here. An altar, an inner court has been built in this house. And an inner court is being built in each of your hearts. And what will spring forth from that is this, is this living water. And it's almost like God gave me a picture of, of Jesus on the cross. And, and as he was pierced in this side, there was a trickle that came out of water. But what happened with that trickle? It, it just grew and grew and grew. And now it's, it's a river of salvation that travels around the world. And in the same way, the river that springs forth from the temple that's being built for the Lord is growing and increasing and growing and increasing and growing and increasing. I feel that there's people that are going to come out of this house that are going to travel this world. And I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Whether you are, you know, whether God has you here in your own Jerusalem touching people for the Lord, or if you feel like there's something inside of you that says that God wants to use me in the nations, I see that. And I encourage you to step into your destiny. Allow God to do such a work in your life that you will be sent out where God has you to go. And I don't see just maybe a couple of people doing this. I see a flood, a river of people pouring out of this house that are going to go forth and impact this world. So praise God. And, you know, you ask yourself, you know, can purity and righteousness really reign in this land? Sometimes it's easy to look around and say, ooh, that's not very nice over there. Or, oh, that's pretty ugly what they're doing over there. Sometimes it's easy to do that and, and, and start to, to start to get discouraged. But, you know, the question is, can purity and righteousness reign in this land? Can its waters be healed? Can its people be changed? Yes. God says they will be healed. And, and, and let us believe his promise. I mean, if the Dead Sea can be healed, if, if, if the very waters that cover Sodom and Gomorrah can, can be healed and refreshed and made into living water, then this valley and this state are ripe for healing and living and salvation. And I just, I just feel like God really wants to encourage the people of this house. There may be weariness. There may be just even discouragement sometimes. But you can take the word of the Lord. You can turn to Ezekiel 47 anytime. Open that up. Read through it and be encouraged and say, I will not keep my eyes off of what God wants to do. I will not take my eyes off the river, the flow that God is taking me in. I am not going to get discouraged and start paying attention to the sin that's going on around here. I come from Las Vegas. It is really easy to walk around Las Vegas and say, ugh, you know, sin, sexual sin, gambling, drinking. It is, you know, people like to call it sin city. And it would be really easy for me to go down to the strip and say, God's not, how can God do anything here? But I can look in Ezekiel 47 and say the very cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and the water that covers them that was dead, dead, nothing could grow, 
if we just build an altar of the Lord, if we just build a temple of the Lord in our uh, place of worship and in our hearts, God can bring it about. God can make the change. Through you, through me, through any one of us who's willing to step out and step forward in God's plan for our life. The river of life represents the spiritual life and healing that flows to humanity from the throne of God. That's what it is. The river is like, you know, John 19.34 talks about, like I mentioned, the blood of the Messiah on the cross of Calgary trickling down and it becoming a river, becoming a flood of redemption for all people. And that is what I see flowing out of this place. That is what I see flowing out of each of you, the ministries that are going to come for us, and and all the things that God wants to do out of here. And you can see Revelations 1.5 talks about uh, that river that came forth from Jesus. And there's just, you know, I was looking through the Bible and just looking up all the places where there's a fountain and a river. It says, so it talks about how the flow from Calvary became a foundation of redemption for all people, including Israel. And did you know that Israel in the Old Testament represents God's people today? So it's for you. And just like that, the water of life that the prophet saw coming from the threshold came forth and, and, and began to flow and became a mighty river of, of, of life and healing all in its wake, wherever that river went. Verse 10 uh, talks about the, abundant, the abundance of fish. I see... I know God's doing great things in salvation. And the outreaches from this church touch people, and people just really begin to get a picture of who God is and, and what God wants to do in their lives. But I just, I just see, uh, the same as there's an increasing in the healing that's coming forth this house, I just see an explosion of salvation. I just see, it, it's, not, it's no mistake that, that, that amazing things are happening and that the call is coming to Alaska and that these things that, that have just impacted the world and changed things. It's it's no mistake that those things are are coming up here right now. Because God does all things. God intertwines all things. And and other ministries are doing great things, and I'm sure there's powerful things going on around here. God has given me the word of God for King's Chapel with Silla. And so in unison of the call, in unison of of Sean Smith, in unison of, of the many things that God is really beginning to release up here, This house has a significant place. Verse 11 mentions uh, not to be discouraged or look back. Uh, You know, verse 11 is the one that says, but swamps and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to Saul. And I just feel like uh, God wants to encourage you, don't be discouraged. Not everybody receives Jesus. Everybody is meant to receive Jesus. That is biblical, and that is true. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall proclaim. But don't be discouraged and do not look back and say, oh, what about that person? They're not here anymore. What about that person? They're not, they're not serving the Lord anymore. You know what? God will bring that back around. I just feel like this verse 11 is just an encouragement to say, don't be looking back. It is they that are given over to the salt because of the choices and that they're willing to step back to that. That doesn't mean don't love on them. That doesn't mean don't minister on them. That, it, that doesn't mean that you don't, you don't, you know, do things to love them and draw them back in. But they are given over to the salt. And their Holy Spirit can bring them back. So pray for them. Love on them. Don't judge. Don't say, what's wrong with you? What are you doing now? Just love on them. Say, oh, we missed you so much. Let the Holy Spirit work on them and bring them back. 
But I just feel like verse, verse 11 is, is, is a warning not to be discouraged about things like that. And then verse 12 speaks of the many varieties of fish. And, of course, that speaks to the multicultural nature of this church. I mean, King's Cathedral and Chapels, one of the great churches that broke the barrier of the cultural barrier in churches. And I just, I see, I see new people groups coming forth. I see, I just see that the multicultural nature of this church is just going to increase and increase and increase. I see an influx of different influences, an influx of of different cultures and and people from different parts of the world, even different languages. You know, I, I see, I see, I see services of other languages here. I see a Hispanic service. I see, I see services that are going to really reach out. I see ministries that are going to reach out and touch the, 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 the natives of this land. And they're, they're going to they're gonna receive healing. And they're going to receive salvation. And they're going to receive from the outflowing of the Holy Spirit in this church. But in addition to the multiculturalism, I see that there's going to be an amazing variety of gifts that are rising up. Even now. Even now that's happening. God is bringing in people with, you know, with prophetic gifts. I feel like there's a really strong, I mean, this, is, this entire thing is a prophetic word. I, I, I don't, it's no mistake that there's a prophetic ministry coming here. Because I see a prophetic ministry going forth. And, and within that prophetic ministry, all of these things are going to be released. Do you know it's the prophetic word that goes forth that releases God's will, that releases God's love into people's hearts? that draws them to conviction, draws them to salvation. It shows them the love of Jesus and that they mean something to God. So I really see uh, 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 that, that the, the prophetic will be a definite um, factor in this outpouring of this river. So I encourage you, whether you felt like you were ever prophetically gifted or not, I'm going to share my whole, I'm not going to share my whole testimony, but I at one point thought I had not a prophetic bone in my body. But all it took was God touching me and me being willing to be trained and raised and go forth in the prophetic, and God will do that. The Bible says desire the, the, the spiritual gifts, but most of all to prophesy. So I encourage you, get involved in that prophetic ministry. Even if you feel like you've never had a prophetic bone in your body, I thought that way too. Get in there. Let God touch you. Let God give you gift. Let God grow your gift and let God release you into this atmosphere, release you into this uh, c- prophetic culture that's being created within this church. Release you into this valley. Uh, prophetic evangelism is a very real thing. And I think that it's like the, the salvation uh, a key. It's like a key that's going to open the salvation of many in the future. And so I encourage you, get into that. I mean, God's going to do amazing things there. It talks about fruit trees that would grow around the Dead Sea. And as I mentioned, nothing grew around the Dead Sea. Everything was dead. It talks about fruit trees. It talks about uh, the leaves of the trees that can be used as medicine. And, you know, the, the fruits speak of the grace and the fruits of the Spirit. And, and the leaves speak of uh, the good works that God has us doing. And these are going to be the fruits that are going to feed this valley, feed this state. And the leaves are the medicine that are going to bring that healing that I talked about. Bring a transformation, not just in, in individual people, but in the entire... It's going to change the atmosphere. 
the land will reflect that change. Fruit will come forth. God's going to give you prophetic signs like that. You're going to see things that you've never seen. You're going to see fruit like growing like you've never seen it before in the natural. Because God's just awesome that way, and he wants to show you what he's doing. Revelations 22, 2 and 3 says this, In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb of God shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. I see the fruits of the Spirit just Even as I look out right now, I see the fruits of the Spirit just blossoming forth in each one of you. I see I see your love for people, your your steadfastness, your your long suffering, your 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 ability to to just wait it out and to pray in the Lord and to grow in the Lord and to grow in God and to be set forth. It's just growing up in every person that I see out here. And by the Holy Spirit, that can happen. It's not by your efforts. It's not by saying, I'm going to do differently. I mean, yes, you have to take steps to do things differently in your life. But at the same time, you have to ask for a flood of the Holy Spirit that you're going to get into that river, in your prayer closet, at worship here, wherever you are, in your car, I don't care where you are, you're going to allow the Holy Spirit to just flood that place, that you're going to be in, in the depths of the river that you have to swim across. And the transformation will happen. The fruits will come forth. And the healings will be broken out through the leaves of the trees that God is growing each one of you to be. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Let me do this, Sue. I'm going to interrupt you just for a second. I'm I've done. Got Actually, some, I'm done. I'm good. got some time constraints. She's going to come back and minister as the Holy Spirit moves. But ushers, would you help me? We want to take an offering uh, for our dear sister, Sue. One of our very own who's uh, gone out and returned. What a great word. What a, what a great word. And uh, put your hands together for that for her, won't you? I've got some time constraints personally. I need to catch a plane, and we need to get. Uh, I need to get moving. Uh, Micah is going to be closing the service tonight. Uh, ushers, if you'd help me, please. Everybody, do something. Let's bless. See, something that you might not realize is uh, for somebody who's been raised up in the house here to leave and come back. To minister is, uh, it's a great, great, great thing. Because what it says is, is that that's what God is doing in this place. And there are others that are going to be raised up here and released. Amen. It's a great thing. So you know, if you'd make your checks out to KC, we will send her one check. And uh, so thankful for all of your ministry that you've done here over the weekend. And while you're making out your gift to Sue. Uh, I just want to share a couple things that I saw. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to just shoot straight from the hip with not much fill because I'm out of time. Number one, your husband's in ministry too. You know it. But the, the gifting and the anointing is going to correspond to that which is the you. So I don't know if you're online, Greg, but I know you know that. I'm just confirming already what God is doing. That's going to grow. Las Vegas, you're not going to stay in Las Vegas. You're going to be relocating. I saw you relocating. I don't know the city, but I felt like the Lord would, would use me to tell you, oh, yeah, you're not going to have to suffer in Las Vegas. Although it's been great. It's been bittersweet. 
and uh, God's going to bring you to a sweet place. That's the, the word I have. And uh, it's going to be glorious. That's number two. Number three, concerning your immediate family, specifically your father and your mother, um, I saw God... Um, I saw the Lord elevating you in their eyes in a really a marked way. And where there's been times of misunderstanding and, and even hurts and different things that have gone on. I know some things in the natural, so I'm trying to stay away from some of that. But what I saw is a great redemption. I don't mean it just their average wow wasn't that great. I mean like a really a landslide redemptive move that God is doing. And you have become even the apple of their eye. And there has, there has not been an opportunity where that's, that's been expressed and there's been different things that have happened. But there is coming very soon to you um, a, a sense of real acceptance and joy just for who you are. The reproach has rolled away. They're going to see you who you really are and, and, and that's already begun and there's great joy even in their own hearts I saw you not only doing this, I saw this, this is number four fourth thing last thing fourth thing is that I, I saw I know you, you're, you're traveling you're beginning to travel beginning it's going to increase and I don't know the time frame of this but you're not going to always travel you're going to settle at some point. I don't know if God's going to give you a church and you'll be called by the name of pastor, but also travel out. Or maybe, Greg, you'll be called a pastor. There's something like that. And uh, a prophet is without honor in her own home. And you've been without honor for many, 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 many years. Really many years. But uh, that's so that you can learn to do without honor. And now honor's coming. Now honor's coming. You're going to stay humble. You're going to stay gracious. You're going to stay Christ-like. I also saw you fifth thing, because I'm just getting it down. I saw you continuing in your education as you go along this thing. And uh, I don't know if you're going to end up getting your doctorate or something, but it's something like that. You'll just continue to do something on the side while you continue to flow in all that God's given you. Amen. That's what the Lord gave me for you. And uh, we, we honor you and we bless you, Sue. What a gift to have you come back and minister to us. Put your hands for Sue. Father, thank you so much for what you've done tonight, what you've done over the weekend. Lord, we ask a blessing, God, upon Sue Sundom and her husband, Greg, and her children and her grandchildren to come. And pray, God, that you'd launch her forth into the deep, that you, Lord, would use her to cast a net, God, of truth and love, to bring in a great harvest of souls and a releasing of leaders and an equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. And, and Lord, great blessing and favor and increase and in finances will be the least of your concerns. The finances will be the least of your concerns. Lord, bring the windfall. Bring the breakthrough. Bring everything that she needs. Bring everything that he needs. Bring everything that they need, God, to, to fulfill the vision that you've given them. I thank and praise you for it. Bless the gift and the giver tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I dearly and wholly love you. Would you keep us in prayer as we go off to Maui? And, uh, and, and you just go after God. Be a part of all the different things that, that are taking place this weekend. Uh, if you don't know Jesus or you're not walking right with Him, let's just, let's just pray right now. You just reaffirm your faith. Those of you that are online through the World Wide Web, maybe, maybe you're not walking rightly with God. Be made right with Him. Amen. Maybe you've never received Jesus for the first time. Won't you do that now? 
Come on, it's not going to church makes you a Christian any more than, than, than a monkey putting on a suit makes him a human being. You can't get to heaven just because you went to church. That's not, that's not biblical truth. Biblical truth is if you believe in your heart and confess in your mouth that God sent Jesus, then you'll be saved. All who call upon the name of the Lord shall be. Let's pray. If that's you, you want to give your heart to the Lord right now recommit your life to him. Just pray right out loud with me. Say, dear Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for rising again from the grave. Forgive me of all my sin. Come into my life. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Wash me, cleanse me, and make me new. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Amen. Lord, touch and bless your people as they go and as they stay. And please feel free to stay. Sue, why don't you just come right back? I don't want to stop the flow. If you do need to slip out because you have kids or something, just do it real gently. All right? And Sue, here's the microphone right here. You just come and, and flow as the Spirit leads you. And uh, Micah, if you'd be sure to run the rest of the service. All right? We'll see you later. Praise Love God. you guys. We'll see you in a week. Be back in seven days. Okay? Awesome, Pastor. Awesome. Truth be told, I was at the very last line of my message for you guys tonight. And so I just feel like, um, hmm. I feel like God has some things to say to some of you tonight. Hmm. There's a sweet presence. So I encourage you, get into the river. <laughs> Let God do his work. Build, you, build his altar on your heart. And go forth in what God has for you. I'm going to go ahead and invite, if you, if you have not gotten a prophetic word, we had a great training this last weekend in the prophetic, and many of you were here, many of you... Um, I already prophesied over and whatnot. So if you've already received a prophetic word then or tonight, I ask you to, you know, receive what God gave you and, and go in peace. But if you have not received a word from me and you are interested in doing so, I invite you to come on up. I'm going to go ahead and uh, release whatever God has for you guys. And the rest of you, I just thank you so much for coming. I just love you all so much. I love this house so much. <laughs> Neil's online. I'll say hello for you. He'll find you on Facebook, believe <laughs> So praise God. Everyone else, I just release you. I'm going to release you in prayer right now, and then I'm going to come down and just uh, release what I feel like God is saying. Um, I'm going to go ahead and mic my prophetic words because my understanding is then it can be recorded, and if you want to refer to it later or you go down in the spirit and you didn't even hear it the last half, you can, you can get that. You can pick it up. So, Father God, I just thank you for what you've done here tonight, Lord. I thank you for your rhema word. I thank you for your word for this very moment to your people, Father God. I thank you that you're rising up such a people in this house, Lord God. That this city, that this valley, that this state, and even this world will be forever shaken, Lord God. I thank you for the river of your Holy Spirit that is coming forth from this house and from each of these hearts, Father. 
And I just ask that you continue to grow them, that you continue, Lord, to remain in the altar of their hearts, Father. And I just thank you and praise you for your mighty power and release within this place. And we just pray that in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, thank you. Father God, I thank you for Michael and Mary right now, Lord. Mm. I thank you for the union that you've brought. I thank you for the oneness and the unity that, that has been created in this unit. And I just thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for your sweet spirit in your home. We praise you for that in Jesus' name. I just, God just gave me a picture of a heart, a red heart, the depth of which is like the red of blood. I just I see the blood of Jesus working so mightily in your lives. I sense that God is saying that, that, that the very the very thing that came forth from me, just as in this message that's flown out, it's flowing through your household. I see the Holy Spirit just infusing you. Your entire family really, and I know there's some that aren't showing it, but I see your entire family coming forth in the Lord. I see salvations coming forth. I, I, I feel like I hear God saying to you that I have seen your faithfulness. I have seen your willingness to remain steadfast. And I'm going to just reward that with the gift of love that will flow out to many generations. And I just see such a heart of love that comes forth that the hearts of many around you and especially many in your family will be impacted for generations to come. I just thank you for that. Thank you. Father God, I just thank you for Lizzie right now. Lord God, oh my word. I thank you for the amazing and mighty work that you're doing in her thank you that you're just peeling those things away, God. Peeling those things away, Father, that I see a transformation. I see a lifting of hurts and pains and bondages. I I see that God is creating you into a brand new, brand new person in the Lord. I see such a growth in the Holy Spirit over the last few years that, that it's just unbelievable what God can do with you. I see you coming forth. I see you even as you're dancing on the stage. I see that the Holy Spirit will just fly off into the hearts of others. I see that as you as you spin and as you turn, that 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 it's like a showering of the Holy Spirit will come down on those around you. And that just by being around you, people will receive.
just going to pray. Father God, I thank you for this family. I thank you for this ever-growing family, Father God. I thank you for the amazing things that, that are just being... doing, God, within them, through them. Thank you for that, in Jesus' name. I just see that that even, uh, I know in the natural uh, things about your family, and I, I see that, that God has been bringing many to you. I, I feel like God wants to encourage you and say that, 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 that you are one that can be entrusted. That yes, you are a servant, and you guys have a heart for the Lord that's strong, and you just... Your, your willingness to go forth and do everything that God has for you is just allowing God to bring to you those that need you most. And I'm not just talking about in your family. and I'm not just talking about children. But in the natural, that's what we can see. And, and, and those children are going to be blessed so abundantly and that, that the change that's happened in their lives is, is such that, 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 that they've even been 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 brought out of the muck and mire that could have been their lives and they've been set upon a stone the stone the rock of god and that they're going to be set forth i see i see that that evangelists and and worship leaders and and i i just see that that, like a plethora of different ministries are coming forth out of your house from these children that you've rescued just as god can reach down into the mucky mire and, and and take us out and make us the very ministers that change this world. I see the children of your house coming forth and doing the same. Because of your willingness. And because God could trust you with them. But in addition to that, not just in your home, I just see that, that people flock to you. I see that, 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 that your mother and father heart of this couple has people just flocking in. And that your maturity and the fruit of the Spirit in your life are things that can be reflected to others. That they see you as, as, as a great example and they're encouraged to step into that just as you have done. That they can be entrusted with people too. And so, Father God, I just thank you for this family, Lord. I just speak an outpouring, Lord. I speak an outpouring, a fresh, a refreshing, Lord. They will not grow tired in what you have for them to do. They will not grow weary, Lord, as you bring these people that they can be entrusted with, God. But they will be steadfast and they will go forth. And that everything that you have spoken forth in all of these years, the prophetic words and things that you've shown them in their hearts will come to pass. And even more, Father God. Just thank you and praise you for that. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. rest like a fog on them and in them and around them. Mm. I thank you, Lord, for all of the things, the promises that you've made, the promises that have come to pass, and the promises that are coming yet ahead. In Jesus' name we pray. God gave me a picture, really kind of a, a cute and funny picture of a, of a fort, a house, a tree house, really. 
the treehouse the way that we used to have when I was growing up and, and, and that something that you'd build that little ladder made of just uh, pieces of wood going up the tree and that, that we would go up there and we would just enjoy nature and we would just get away from our parents and we would just learn. And that, God, this is a place that God can speak to you in these trees. And I just see that, that although this treehouse is, is, is set deeply in the woods, because there's a dwelling place that God has placed for the two of you. There's even an altar. There's even a prayer closet that you share together in your home. And I feel like God is saying that even though I have set you high in the trees, it is because I have something for you to impart. It is for, because I have something for you to look down upon. And that the vision that God has for you is just not that, that you can see out the window of a regular house. I see a great and amazing tree. It's almost like the, the beanstalk that grew forth in the jack of the beanstalk. It's such a high tree that when you look out your windows from that place that you've built, from that prayer closet, that you can see far and wide. And yes, I feel like God is saying that that is what I have placed you over. That that is what you have the ability to impact through your ministry and through just the ministry of the way you lead your life. But I feel like there is a true ministry for you. I'm not sure if that's existing or if that's in the making or if that's in the future, but there is a ministry. And it's not just one that's going to impact your, your, your neighborhood. That he's putting you in this high tree because you are to look out and you are to see the far off land the places that God is going to touch through you because of your willingness to build an altar, because of your willingness to let the fog of the Holy Spirit rule and reign in your house. And I just thank you for that. I thank you for the ministry that's coming forth, that has come forth, that is continuing to come forth out of this house. I thank you for the masses and the great mass of land that's being impacted and will even be more so impacted in the future. Refresh them. Refill them, Lord God. Visit them even in a greater way than you have ever done before, Lord. And I ask that you touch them even right now in Jesus' name. God, I thank you for why. I thank you for this hungry young man, Lord God. I thank you for the destiny that you've placed over him. I thank you for the vision that even now is forming in his mind's eye, Lord. And I just thank you, God, for your Holy Spirit that overflows in this young man. In Jesus' name, I thank you, God. Amen. Oh, Wyatt, I just got a picture of, like, it's going to sound silly, but one of my favorite old time when I was a kid Christmas shows was The Grinch, How the Grinch. And I just got a picture of that scene, you know, where his heart is that tiny little thing inside this big box, and, and that, you know... That you just see it grow and you grow and you grow and it grows until it just breaks out of that box. His heart is so big. And that where there once was hardness and where there once was difficulty and pain and, and really the, the real story of that, of that, of that cartoon is that, that he was a broken 
broken, broken being. And that was why he could not love on those people. He could not receive and and accept their love for one another. But I just see that just as the Grinch's heart grew, grew, I think, three or four times that day, that over the time since God has gotten a hold of you, your heart has just exploded in growth far more than three or four times. I see a heart that, that, that is just like bursting out of you. Like the very love of Jesus is just like springing out of your chest towards other people. And I just see that the second that people's eyes are laid upon you, they can feel the very love of God pouring out onto them. I see God growing you in so many ways. The fruits of the Spirit are just springing forth in your life. But especially that of love, and that is God's command to us. And you have grabbed hold of that, and you are running with that with all your heart. And I feel like what God is saying is that the impact that love can have in people's lives is more than anything else. I see a prophetic calling because the important thing about the prophetic is that it comes forth out of a heart of love. The very heart of God comes forth in the prophetic. And I just see God growing that in you right now. I see the vision that's coming forth. And I just ask, Lord, that that this even increases, Lord. I see this heart even even growing more. more. He He just can't imagine loving people even more. But you're doing it, God. You're doing it, Lord. I see a pastoral mantle on you. I see, I see one, a pastor has to be one that loves his, his flock so much that we, he would give his life for them. And you are that man. And so I just thank you, God. I thank you for the love that pours forth. I thank you for the love that you've poured into him to allow that to happen. I ask for you to speak to him. Bring clarity, Lord. <laughs> and increase, God. Even as you pour out love, what happens is that love comes back to you in a greater way. And I just thank you for that, Jesus. I thank you for that, Lord. Father God, I thank you for Jackie right now, Lord. I thank you for for Joseph, this wonderful man of God. Thank you for speaking to her and moving, moving in her life, moving in her in your glory coming through her. God, in Jesus' name I pray. I just, Jackie, I got a picture of you just in a quiet place, in a dark place. I see you even like lying in bed, although I feel like it's in the spirit. It's not a natural lying in bed, although this may happen too. But I, I see you laying there with the arms of the Lord wrapped around you. I see your Father God just just nuzzling you and, and loving on you. And I see your willingness to just rest in his arms. And as you rest in his arms, I hear him whispering in your ear. I know that you know that you are the daughter of the Most High God. I know that you know that he loves you more than anything, that you are his favorite chosen one. And because you know this, I can even see a picture right now in my mind's eye of God 
God placing a princess crown upon your head. That you are part of the royal priesthood. That you are part of the kingdom of God. That he has raised you to be royalty. And what happens in royalty isn't just that you are honored. Isn't just that that you receive blessing and lavish, lavish blessing poured upon you but that that is passed down through the generations. And I just see a beauty. I see a royal lineage coming forth from you. That there was even a royal lineage in your history and your past, but I see that that's going down generation to generation to generation to generation. Your family will serve the Lord. When you are long gone and generations from now have come, Because you were willing to allow that crown to be placed on your head and step into the kingdom and take your rightful place as the princess of the king. That that will continue this royal inheritance for many generations to come. And I just thank you for that, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Joseph, Lord. I thank you that you're raising him up. That you're bringing him into his own kingdom. And even as we saw the royal wedding recently, I see him with his bride in a royal dress and a royal crown, serving you with all of his heart, as will the generations to come. I thank you for that, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father God, I thank you for my sister right now, Lord. Oh, God, I just see the Holy Spirit all over her, Lord, and I thank you, God. Thank you for the way, Lord, that you have just turned her life around, Father God. I thank you for the miraculous things that have happened for her. And I speak and decree the miraculous to go forth. In Jesus' name, amen. I just see that, I hear God saying that there has been things that he's done in your life that others almost would not believe that the miracles that have taken place in your life are such that your testimony is one. You know, the Bible says, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And I see your testimony as one that's going to just go forth. That's going to go forth and encourage and bring salvation. But even more than that, I feel like, I feel like God is saying that, that the miracles that have happened in your life have happened for a reason. That your testimony is such that the reason for them is because I'm going to take you out and I'm going to do miracles through you. That something can't be released in somebody's life if they can't picture it, if they can't believe it, and if it isn't just ingrained in their spirit. And so I feel like the miracles of God that have come forth just have, 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 have anchored in your spirit such a faith that just the least bit of your willingness to walk out in the Lord is going to bring about miracles in the lives of others. I see healings coming forth. I see, I see just, just, just burdens lifted. I see miraculous changes akin to the ones that have happened for you and those in your family will break forth through your hands. And I ask God that you anoint these hands right now, Father God. That you bring it forth and bring it to pass, Lord that all is meant to be released through my sister's life. 
be done right now in Jesus' name. Touch her, God. Increase, Lord. Increase, God. Give her a new vision and set her on her path for her destiny. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Father God, I thank you for my beautiful sister, Lord. Mm. I thank you, Lord. Mm. I stand in amazement at this creation that you have made, Father God. I just ask, Lord, that you just remove any physical ailment, Lord, any pain, aches and pains that that might be hindering her. I just ask that you heal those right now in Jesus' name. I see a miraculous healing taking place in your body right now. You can feel it. You can feel it right now. God is just raising up healing within your body. Mm, mm, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you for that, Jesus. Thank you, God. Jesus, Lord. Mm. I get a picture of of just just this beautiful, 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 old-fashioned comb, the kind that you place in your hair, the kind that you that you place in there that it doesn't just hold your hair where where it's meant to be, but but it just has adornment and jewels to it, has a beauty to it that it's a decorative it's a decoration that's such that, that it stands out to people. It just shines out. That even though there's a practical purpose for it, that there's even more so a beauty that shines forth, that people can see and admire. And I just feel like God has made you in such a way that He can very practically use you in the kingdom of God. And just by talking to people and just by ministering to them and, and, and speaking the truth of God to them, I feel like you're a real speaker of the truth of God. I feel like the, the Bible and the words of the Bible are, have just been ingrained within you. And they come spilling forth very easily. And that just as God can use you in this very practical way to speak into people's lives and to, to give them the truth, that even more so God is allowing a beauty to come forth. Even more so God is, is allowing your adornment to be seen and to shine out in all directions. And I, and I just feel God is encouraging you to just not hide. Do not hide. This is not a time for hiding. This is my time for bringing you out to shine. This is my time for showing you off. That the precious metals and jewels are to be seen. And so, God, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for the healing power that you're releasing within her right now. And I thank you even more, Lord, for her beauty to shine out. I thank you for the practical way that you speak into people's lives, but even more so for the wonderful, beautiful thing that you are shining into this world through this beautiful spirit. I just thank you for that. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. God, I thank you for Belinda, Lord. I 
thank you that she's even standing at this altar, God. I thank you for the road that you've brought her down, and I thank you for the, the path that you've set her on, and I thank you that you've lifted her up and set her on a pillar, Lord God. And I just praise you, God. I just praise you for lifting her up and growing her, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God gave me that picture. He gave me a picture of you on this high pillar. And you know, it's really a pillar that, that you willingly stepped upon, that you climbed up to, that you were willing to, 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 to just turn away from the things in your life. Climb up to that level that God had for you. But then I saw a miraculous thing happening. As you were willing to climb up that high, God has just been growing that pillar. God has been growing and growing that pillar. And you have been rising up to heaven closer and closer to the things of God. And you know, the Bible says that, that, that we are to, 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 to ask to be released on heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. And that is exactly what God is doing. He's bringing you closer to heaven so that you can bring heaven down to this earth. And it's not just a slow, gradual growing of this pillar. I see it growing right now and in this season by leaps and bounds and leaps and bounds. You can hear the angels singing. You can feel them dancing around you. And you indeed are grabbing their hands and dancing with the angels. I see angelic visitations in your home, in your private place, here at the altar. Even everywhere you go, I see angels all around you, and they want to dance with you. And they are dancing with you. And God will continue to grow that pillar. that, That is not done. You feel yourself climbing into heaven. You feel yourself going up and up and up and up. And and I just feel like God wants to say to you right now, I am raising you up, my daughter. And you will see me in heaven. Even tonight. And I just thank you for that, Lord. I ask God, just visit her right now, Lord. Give her a realization of the angels around her, Lord. That ministering angels are touching her right now deep inside. And just let that pillar continue to shoot upward in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. God, I just thank you for this couple, Lord. Oh, God. I thank you for the amazing things that have happened through the years, Lord. I thank you that although there's been there's been high hills, but some low valleys, Lord, that, that you continue to bring them up higher and higher and higher. I thank you, Lord, that they do not have to go back into that valley, God. I thank you that they are not going around the mountain anymore. But they have their hiking shoes on, and they are headed up the mountain, Father God. I just thank you and praise you for that in Jesus' name. And that is what I have seen set before you. I have seen this mountain. And I know, I know that I know that I know that the days of agonizing are over. 
the days of struggle and strife are in the past. I see God just that he's been taking you up the mountain and your willingness to go ahead and go. God said go and you went. And there's been seasons where the enemy tried to drag you back down and there's been seasons when the rocks were were maybe breaking away a little bit and there's been maybe a tiny bit of a slipping in the past, but that is not going to happen. That is not going to happen again. And I feel like he's saying that not just for you as a couple, but that will not happen in your family. You may not be able to see it in the natural right now in every bit of your family, but you will. Because your willingness to go up that mountain and the fact that you are tethered to those of your children and those of your other family members, that as you go, as you're willing to go and grow and climb up to that heavenly place at the top of the mountain, that you are tethered to those that are coming up with you. But it's not your responsibility to reach back and drag them up. You can't talk them into it. You can't take them by the hand and say, come on, you're coming. But just by the fact that you're climbing faithfully and you're continuing to go, that tether will naturally bring them up in the spirit. And so, God, I thank you for what you're doing in this family, Lord God. I thank you for the amazing and incredible growth that I can even see over them right now that you have done. I thank you that they are climbing higher and higher and higher. And I thank you that that even when they face those cliffs, even when they face those places that are flat and straight up, that they've been willing to strap on a harness, Lord God, and just swing by the Holy Spirit and be taken higher and higher and higher. I speak to those children. I speak to those family members, Lord, who who you're bringing up, who you're raising up, Because of the tethering that you have put in place that cannot be broken. And we just declare and decree that together right now in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Father God, I thank you for my sister. I thank you for my friend, Lord. thank you for the beauty that I've even seen come forth since I last saw her for you. I thank you for that the heart that you're bringing in such purity in your heart, Lord God. That she's growing. And she's stepping into a new place of purity and holiness, God. I just thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name. I just really heard God saying, and we find this as we've heard it sung in this house I am a friend of God and I see that there's been a season where maybe that just wasn't ingrained in your spirit yet I've seen that maybe things have been hard and things have been things have you've grown weary at times but I feel like God's saying that you are a friend of mine In fact, you're such a friend. You're the type of friend that I want to bring my secrets to. And I want to hear your secrets as well. 
I just encourage you. In that quiet place, in that time where you really feel the Spirit presence within you, share the secrets. Share the secrets with God. Share your secret desires. Share your secret, even your secret fears. Because God is your friend. And did you know that as you share your secrets with Him, the very secrets of your heart, that God will whisper in your ear the secrets of heaven. He wants to share that with you. He sees you as beautiful. He sees you as pure. He sees you as his most beloved little girl. And whereas in the natural, you maybe didn't even maybe have a full understanding of fatherhood. God wants to tell you that secret too. Deep down inside. Oh God, I just thank you for your Holy Spirit visitation. I thank you that she's your very Whisper in her ear even tonight. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God, I thank you for Sterling, Lord. I thank you for oh, thank you for the amazing creative spirit that you've placed in this young man. thank you that you've placed everything that you've placed into us to be used for the glory of God. And I thank you that that is what you are doing even now and will continue to do even more so in the future. In Jesus' name we pray. I just God gave me just a picture of, of just art, like different kinds of art. Just like every kind of art you can imagine. Like drawing and painting and, and sculpturing and, and music and and, and just even even creative things like poetry and writing. And I, 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 see, I see an author's gift on you. I see that you will write for the Lord. I see that you will draw and paint and, and play music. And that God placed all of these things in you to be used for Him. And I see that you're stepping into that. That you're realizing even now that God's giving you a picture of what he wants to do. And he's just going to make that creative spirit within you just spring forth. Go forth. You know, every gift that God gives us is to be practiced and is to be honed. And so I just encourage you to keep doing those things. It's the heart's desire, really. But God already has you doing that. It's your heart's desire to do that. And he gives those desires and those gifts and those things to us for a reason. And I feel like he, he wants to give you a picture of the future. Because, because the creative and artistic spirit has almost been robbed in our society from the kingdom of God. 
And I think that God, I see that God has created men and women that are like you with that creative spirit to redeem that. That you will create such beautiful, wonderful, artistic things that even as people gaze upon them or listen to the notes or, or read the words, that they will draw them closer to God. So keep doing those things, Son of God. Keep stepping out in faith and growing those gifts. Don't let others say that's a waste of time. Don't let others say you can't make a living in that. Because God did not create you just to make a living. God created you to impact this world. So I just thank you, Father. I thank you for the artistic spirit. I thank you for the giftings and the wonders that you've placed in these very hands, in this very heart, and in this very mind. And I just ask that you use those, Lord. You grow them and use them and see people set free through the artistic gifts of this young man. Jesus, amen. God, I thank you for Lewis, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that even as he stands before you tonight with his hands raised, that this is a man that was created to worship. I thank you for his servant's heart. I thank you for his abilities, Lord. I thank you for the way that he desires to bless and help people, God. And I just ask that you bring an amazing thing tonight within this man. Lewis, I just see, I just, I see that, I see that you have a face that is turned towards God. I see that, that even as Moses came down off the mountain, his light, the face, the light on his face shines so brightly that people almost could not look at him. There had to be a veil placed over that. That you are so yearning to worship God that you have such a heart that loves the Lord and other people that a light is illuminated off of your face. And as God has brought you into places where even practical ways that you can help, even those things that you just volunteer to do that might not seem super spiritual, that even in that, the servant's heart comes forth. The servant's heart shines out and the glowing comes off of you in such a way that people can see that love. People can see the light and feel the love of God. And I just see that God will will open that door to be able to minister to people through the simple helps works that you are willing to do because of your heart for the Father and your heart for other people. Oh, and there's a sweet spirit that you allow to dwell with you and in you. Because of your willingness to worship and praise the Lord, you have ushered in the Holy Spirit in your life and the life of your family in an amazing way. And that's really what brings forth light. So God, I thank you for I thank you, Lord, that, that there is a light shining off of him. And I thank you that you've given him such a heart for people. 
and that because of that heart and because of that light, Lord, that not just those around him at work, not just those around him that he, that he helps and he loves on, will be drawn to you, Lord, but, but the, the very people in his family that he's been praying for, God, who have that light shining off of him and onto them, Lord, will be infused with that light, Father God, and that there will be a radical transformation around him and his family, even within him, even now, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God, I just thank you for Rebecca. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for looking down on us right now, God. I thank you for seeing into us, Lord, flowing out of us, God. I just ask that you touch right now, God. Touch her and bless her, Lord, even as she stands. picture of a of a an entire like hmm. if you've ever seen the pictures of, of the monarch butterflies and how they how they gather together every year I can't really tell you where that place is that they go but they they fly from the north from all places north and they fly to this one place they flock together and 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 and, and, and when I've seen films and pictures of that I just see like you can't even tell one from another there's so many there's so many, they blend together. But their beauty as one is like explosive and almost miraculous. And you know, the butterfly does many, many things. It's a thing of beauty. It's a thing of beauty that, that people can see and be blessed by. But, it, but there's also very practical things that they do. You know, they help, they help flowers cross-pollinate. They, 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 they bring joy to little children. And they soar thousands and thousands and thousands of miles to gather together every year. And I just, I just feel like God is saying that, that there's such a beauty about you. That the colors, that, that the designs that I placed on you, the other miracle is that no one monarch butterfly is the same as another. That although there's thousands, maybe even millions that gather together there, that not one is like another one. And I have made you uniquely beautiful, I feel like God is saying to you tonight. That I have given you a plan and a purpose in such a way that that nobody else has received it. Nobody else has your beauty. The amazing plan and purpose and destiny that I have placed over you is yours alone. And I see that, you know, you've been brought out of, uh, of some difficult things. Even recently, there's been some difficult things that God has removed from your life. And it, it's almost like you're coming out of a cocoon right now. I see the, 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 the walls of that cocoon just breaking apart. 
And, and when the butterfly first comes out, you know, they can't fly right away. They have to dry in the sun. The heat has to, has to, has to pour down upon them. The sun has to dry them out. And then the wind blows all of those things off of their wings that will not allow them to fly. But I see that you are out of that cocoon now. God has taken you out of that cocoon. You do not have to live in darkness any longer. You do not have to, to dwell in that, in that place. And I just see that, that even right now and in the very near future that you're bursting forth. Your wings are just exploding outwards. And God is allowing you to soar and soar in freedom and freedom and freedom. And that he will take you higher. That the, his wind under your wings is going to take you higher and higher and further and further and further. So don't look back at your cocoon. Look up towards the sky because that is where God is taking you. So God, I just thank you for springing my... My sister forth, Lord. I thank you for drying her wings. I thank you for the beauty that you've placed in her and on her, Lord. That she hasn't always seen herself as beautiful, Lord. But you you have made her the most beautiful thing. And the only one to be as beautiful as she is, Lord. Allow her to soar into the sky. Her wings bursting out and bursting forth. We thank you for your Holy Spirit wind under her wings. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Oh, Lord, God, I just thank you for Daniel right now, Lord. Mm. I thank you for the mighty man of God that stands before me today, Lord. That even his namesake, even the even the Daniel of the Bible, Lord. In the same way, God. In the same way that our very Lord Jesus came forth from the lineage of Daniel, I thank you, God, that this is a man after your own heart. Thank you, praise for that in Jesus' name. I, Daniel, I just see, hmm, I just see you dancing before the Lord. And it's not some, you know, I'm going to be embarrassed because I'm dancing or whatever. I just see it as such a radical love for God that you do not care. You do not care. And it's it's not necessarily a dancing in the natural, but it's it, it, it's something that, that comes forth in in the spirit. You don't care about the judgment of others. And just as, it, as Daniel was, was, was judged for dancing in the street, more what he was doing was expressing his love for God. And God honors that. And so I see you springing forth and I see you saying, you know what, I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore what those others are saying. I see you as a real beacon in this community because many of your generation, many of your age, aren't willing to go out and be something different. 
But because you have such a love for the Lord, because you have such a love for God in your heart and a desire to serve Him and love on Him, that you just do not care anymore. And you know what happens when, when, when maybe it seems like, you know, people are looking at you or it seems like, you know, the enemy wants to make it seem at least that, that you're being judged because of what you're doing for the, for the Lord, that, that that just isn't even true. That even those that you would think are kind of looking at you strangely or because you're willing to just burst forth and burst out in everything that God has you to do, that really they're looking at you with respect. And really they're looking at you with honor. They just can't express that. And so I feel like God is encouraging you. Young man, just as Daniel was willing to step out, and just as he didn't care if he looked foolish, and he didn't care what the others thought, he just cared about what God thought. I feel like he wants to encourage you to continue in your boldness, to continue in your willingness to go forth. And continue in your radical love for God, because that's what it is. It's radical. When you're willing to break out of peer pressure, when you're willing to say, I'm casting it all out, and I'm laying it all down for God, there is nothing that he can't do. So God, I just ask that you continue, Lord, that you continue with your radical usage of this young man. That you continue to increase the boldness in his life. Give him a supernatural courage, Lord, to speak out and act out the things of God. And I just thank you and praise you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. right now, Lord. Mm. She's already lifted up to you, Father God. I just thank you, God. Mm. I thank you, Lord. The powerful and amazing things that you have for my sister Lindy, Lord Jesus. Touch her right now, Father. Continue to touch her right now, Father God. Mm, 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 mm. There's a raising up, there's a raising up, there's a raising up, there's a raising up. I thank you and praise for that in Jesus' name. I just, I see you as a fountain. Mm. A fountain, a fountain, a fountain of living water. Just, the, just as the living water I was talking about tonight. That you have created an altar in your heart. That you have created a worshiping and sacrificing place in your heart for God. And I just feel like, I just see that that your fountain, it has these beautiful lights shining on it, just as those like really fancy, beautiful fountains in those famous places that we see. That there's many colored, there's many colored lights on you as you're, as you're, as you're rising up, as living water is pouring up and out of you. I just see the colors as as the many different things hmm, that God can do. The many different things that God would express himself out of you as. 
I see the fountain rising and rising and rising and rising. And even that there's, even in the pool that, that, that you as the fountain stand, that, that there's now an overflowing of the, of the living water of God pouring out of that fountain. You know, I, I see you as, as a fountain that that's so much draws in by its beauty and the colors that, that people are jump, jump right into the water. But even those who aren't jumping into the water, the water is pouring out and wetting their feet. So that you're drawing in those who are, who are willing to get into the fountain and join in the kingdom with you, but you're also pouring onto those who don't even know about the kingdom yet. And God, I just thank you for this fountain of living water. I thank you for the altar that she has built. I thank you for the sacrifice she's been willing to give, Lord. And I thank you that because of it, Father God, that there's a fountain pouring forth, Lord. More than she can even imagine right now, God. And I just thank you for those people who are going to dive into the river because of my sister, Mindy. Continue it, Lord. Grow it, Father God. And just bless her herself with the flood of your Holy Spirit even right now and moving in her life. In Jesus' name.